It's Against All Odds presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you could bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you could check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filtered by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 or older and present in select states. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh, my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. Network powered by Spotify because it's out coming to you on a Tuesday night. Mikey Meatballs producing this disaster of a show and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the D3, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Just trying to cram, you know, 60 hours worth of content into a day and a half. And I think we could do it if we get by this. We got a lot to go over. We have the Thanksgiving games. God bless America. Three big games, uh, all NFC, no AFC games, although they will have AFC games on uh, one game, at least on Black Friday. Dolphins, Jets. Uh, We're going to talk Jacksonville, Houston. We're going to talk Buffalo, Philadelphia, and then a bunch of college, Bry. Big rivalry week. You and I go over it on Cousin Sal's winning weekend Friday morning. You'll see that on FanDuel TV. Then these guys have sharp tanking in. Happy Thanksgiving. And we are off. Harry, Thanksgiving slate. You have your cartoon out. Which which game do you focus on the cartoon? Actually, got a parlay. Got a parlay um, with the first two games, leaving the uh, Seattle-San Francisco game alone. But... um, Taking the favorites, gonna take. The oh, you're favorites. telling Detroit us. We don't, even, we don't even yeah. need to see that. Wow, that's interesting. Wow. All right, there you go. Happy Thanksgiving, and that, I mean that's wow. what everybody really tuned in for. How, parlay how kid. did you come up with a parlay a month ago? That, that's <laughs> what a marketing <laughs> genius. Holy smokes! How did you do that be it? That oh, yeah. I'm a Dallas fan, Darren. I'm a Dallas fan on oh, Thursday. That's Dallas a money line, that's, that's money line. Buy the spread on both. Buy the spread wow. on Detroit right. and Dallas. Well, right. Let's go over this. I don't necessarily. Buy the spread. He's not saying what the spread is. No, no, he's no. Saying the, the spread is three and a half. Four and a half. For Detroit. The spread is actually Detroit seven and a half, 46 and a half. Home for Green Bay. I am with you, Harry. I'm taking Detroit minus the points. They have a top four passing game. They have a top four five rushing game. Meanwhile, Green Bay. 28th in the league in the rush department. Uh, They allow 135 rushing yards when they first matched up these two teams. 
Detroit trounced them on the ground, 211 yards. They sacked Love five times. I feel like they got their scary home game out of the way, brother Bry, with the Pat. I'm sorry, with the Bears last week. They were down 26-14 yeah. with five minutes left. Came back and won. And now, listen, these these games on three days rest could all be a little funky. Uh, it's weird, maybe laying points in the first place, but I don't believe in Green Bay. I thought the right place, right time against the Chargers last week, and that's why they won that. It's going to be 30-17. I got it over. I got it given the points. You have a player prop. You found a player prop on a Tuesday night. Good for you. Uh, I I did. I, I do like I do like the lines too. I think all of us like the lines uh, minus seven and a half. I'm pretty sure. But I have a same game parley here. I'm going to take Montgomery to score a touchdown mm-hmm. and Gibbs to have over three and a half receptions. That pays. That's plus one seventy four here. So in the first mm. meeting between these two, Montgomery had 121 yards on 32 carries with three rushing touchdowns. Mm. Now on the season now, Montgomery has scored a touchdown in every game, except the one game where he got hurt early in the game, but he scored in every other game this year. Now on the other side, Gibbs has averaged six receptions per game over his last four games. I like this matchup because the last time too, they, they matched up. Gibbs wasn't doing as much early on in the season and he still had four receptions here. Uh, so I like both of these together at uh, plus 174. What do you think, Harry? That's your team for 2023. You got to like that. I love game it. Parlay. That's a great one. Yeah. Gibbs has been really uh, a, more of an integral part of that offense lately um, when Montgomery went down for that little bit. But uh, I like that one, Brian. That's, yeah. That should be a winner. You nice. were uh, bragging about your stupid fantasy team. What did you do? You picked up. Who did you pick up? <laughs> I picked, Romeo well, Dobbs I, I picked up I picked up Romeo Dobbs. Are you starting him this he, week? Uh haven't decided yet. Haven't oh, decided yet. Well, you have to decide. But, uh, the powers that be tell you lose. tell you you have to decide two weeks in advance who you're gonna start. Oh, that's just <laughs> with the cartoon. All right. All right. <laughs> for first play a big big game, me and Larry, seven and four. All right. There you go. Washington at Dallas, Parley Kid. Ten and a half is the spread. Forty eight and a half is the over under. Yeah. I'm going Washington here. I got a number of reasons. Um, not that we're not better. Not that we're not double digits better than Washington. Certainly better than that team that played the Giants last week. Although all the stats say that <laughs> the Washington should have won that game handily. But let me read you some trends. Cowboys have failed to cover four straight and 11 out of their last 12 on Thanksgiving. Dak, one in five against the spread on Thanksgiving. Washington's had our number on Thanksgiving. Not good Washington teams either. Alex Smith put up 41 against us. Barely had 150 yards. Maybe didn't. Um, Anyway, I think we win. I think eventually we get to Howell. They do give up a lot of sacks. Uh, I don't think their offensive line could hold up against ours. Ripe for a backdoor cover, though. Washington is 31-27. I don't know why I just read that like Yoda would. (laughs) 31-27, way over, and take the points. Parley kid, you feel a little nervous about this one? Well, now you got me nervous, and I'm glad I didn't take uh, a side here yeah. uh, for this game because I I do think uh, this is a different Cowboys team. Um, when they do win, they are a front running type of team. They can uh, they go up on you and force you to throw the ball. They put a lot of pressure, force you into turnovers. Um, so if I had to pick a side, I would I would still I know everything you said is uh, scary. But uh, I would probably take the Cowboys. But therefore, I'm just going to take a player prop. I'm going to take uh, Ferguson anytime touchdown at great. plus two at two ten. After three straight games of having a touchdown, he put up a goose egg touchdown wise against the Panthers. They really didn't need him. This game, maybe like you're saying, Sal, 
they might have to turn to him a little bit more. Opposing tight ends have caught 52 uh, balls in 11 games against the Commanders on uh, 74 targets. So uh, pretty effective the tight ends have been against this team. Uh, I think Ferguson gets into the end zone here. I'll take a plus number. I think I've hit this a couple times with Ferguson. I love this kid. All right. Plus 210. Ferguson. Touchdown. Yeah, I think we'll score a lot. I think we'll score four or five touchdowns. I'm just I'm I'm reading into history too much, perhaps, uh, with this game. You know, last so, uh, last year the Giants had a miracle cover. Uh the year before, uh, Bryce Raiders beat us in overtime. That mm. was a joke. Like I said, Alex Smith beat us 41 16 when they were the Washington football team. The Bills sure. beat us Parlay Kid in 2019. 26 uh, 15 was the score there. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Harry, what are you going to say about this game? I'm, I was going to say, for what it's worth, there's a monster try by in this game. Oh, yeah. You monster. mentioned this. Explain this try by. A beats B, B beats C. So C beats A, basically, is how uh, this goes. And it's not um, one lately. So let's a monster meet. Yeah. It's going to win or not. Well, Dallas beat the living crap out of the Giants yes, both times this year. Yep. The Giants have three wins this year, two of them against Washington. Right. So you would figure that Dallas would pound Washington. <laughs> but you like Washington with the points, the big chunk here. And I, I'm still going down. Like I said, I'm still going Dallas, even though the tri-by says Washington. Why do you go against the tri-by? Because it's a foolish theory? Or is there another theory that supersedes it? <laughs> I'm still I'm still in shock from that Louisville Duke one where I, we scored no points there. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm in shock. I don't know, Parley Kid. I've been talking too much smack about Ron Rivera, giving him new nicknames, Rowboat Ron, and this and that, and making fun of Washington. <laughs> How could they lose <laughs> to Tommy DeVito? And I just feel like karma's uh, heading my way with this one. And yeah. unfortunately, it'd be your way, too. Uh, 31-27. We'll take that. All right. San Francisco at Seattle. Seattle catching seven at home. 43 and a half is the over under. I think you're going to have to sweat. You know, I don't, I just don't think you're going to be able to take all three favorites and, and, and roll this Thursday. Mm, um, you got no. to sweat out one or a couple. Now, Gino is questionable with the elbow injury. He says he's going to play. He wants to play um, sitting him out of practice Tuesday and Wednesday. Kenneth Walker, less likely to play. I don't mind that too much. Aside from he's part of my fantasy team, it's not going anywhere, but uh, Charbonnet is not bad as a replacement, as a backup. He's, uh, he does well in the platoon as it is. San Francisco beat Seattle three times last year. Um, San Francisco just two and three, though, against the spread on the road this year with two mm. outright losses. This is a tough place to play. I think Seattle gets it together. Another high-scoring game, 30-26 final. I'm going to take the points. Harry, you think that's way too many. Yeah, I'm going to go under. You mentioned Sal, uh, you know, Kenneth Walker probably missing this game and Gino banged up. Um, Seattle's coming off a, a rough second loss to the Rams. These two play each other in two weeks. So I think this could be a tight defensive struggle here. Um, and both games last year went under 43 and a half. San Francisco's defense looks solid again. And uh, I've given up to 17 points combined in the last two games. And the Seahawks have had some issues offensively lately. And their games have gone under 43 and a half points in five of their last seven. I'm going to take the under in the nightcap. All right, well, I'm going against the biggest trend out there right now. The primetime under, as you said. I mean, and, and hit again, right? Monday? Did that go under? It did go under, oh, yeah. right? Philadelphia, yeah. but yeah, it went yep. under. Yeah, yep. so God, that's got to be like what eighteen to yeah. three, uh, Brian? Jeez. Something nuts. Yeah, something crazy. Something yeah. crazy. All right, so Harry's got that under. I got it over, and I have Seattle. Let's take a quick break, and then we're gonna get into the other uh, couple three games 
Uh, really good ones in the NFL over the weekend. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. All right, Jacksonville at Houston, uh, one and a half. Houston is a one and a half point underdog. 47 and a half is the over under. I got to read this one and a half. I, I read it to you, uh, Pauly Kid. Well, I read it to everyone, but I said, Pauly Kid, pay special attention. John Ewing, our buddy on X says, uh, oh, on Twitter. I don't know that he's on X that he does the drug, but on Twitter, 18 games <laughs> have been decided by one or two points this season. Tied for second most through week 11 nice. since 2005. There have been 11 games in a tic-tac zone. Yeah, that's what we call it. One and a half calories for tic-tacs, which uh, that's the number one and a half. Most through week 11 since 2005, which is why we see all these one and a halves week in, week out. I think we saw like five yep. spreads, Polly Kid, that opened up at one and a half. It was ridiculous, but maybe it isn't because John Ewing says that's mm. where... These games are falling. Uh, I'm going to take the Jaguars as a favorite. I think they are playing with a little chip on their shoulder. Trevor Lawrence, you know, people are forgetting about this team. This team, Brian, you and I went over it. They could easily be a one seed in the AFC, the way this works out with the Chiefs losing games and Ravens playing a tough AFC North slate and Dolphins not completely trustworthy. So, you know, five games they won in a row before that 49ers annihilation. They don't have to worry about the 49ers in their conference. Then they beat Tennessee. I don't know. I'm taking them as a small favorite in which they're five and one against the number as a small favorite. Uh, CJ Stroud, we saw a little chink in the armor there. He, you know, turned the ball over in the red zone. I think the Jaguars would make a play uh, pay if he does that. Wasn't great. Uh, also, they have to make them pay just for giving them a thrashing at the beginning of the year. I'm going to say 28-19. Picking a lot of high-scoring games, although that would go under if I say 28-19 um, Jaguars win. Parley Kid, you're against me here. I'm against you, Sal. I'm just not enamored with this uh, Jacksonville team. Um, I actually thought their offense was more dynamic last year than it actually is this year. Mm -hmm. um, I thought they they had a uh, that bunch of receivers putting up great numbers all over the place. I just haven't really seen that same offense from Jacksonville. Uh, maybe they are playing a little bit better of an overall game, but. I, we can't underestimate this Texans team anymore. Look at the way, forget Stroud. Look at the way Singletary's been running the ball the last two games. Right. 150 yards, 112 yards. He's adding great balance to this offense. Uh, and when you watch the Texans, they continuously just have guys wide open all over the field. I, I like what they're doing offensively. I'll take them as the home dog here. I think uh, maybe they feel a little uh, disrespected, a little slighted, mm -hmm. uh, seeing that plus number next to their name. This is a good team, Sal. I'm convinced this Texans team is a good team. They're going to be fired up for this one. They, they, they're going to just win this game outright. Texans right. do it again over the Jags. Listen, it's not going to surprise me. It's a tic-tac zone uh, spread as it is, but – they, I don't know. They've lost a little luster. My, my, they, you know, they could have lost to Arizona, and that would have given them a loss against Arizona and Carolina. 
twice in the last three weeks. Uh, I, I, I agree with you. Actually, both teams should feel disrespected by this line if that's possible. But also, I'm looking yeah. at this number one seed for the playoffs. Jaguars plus 550. Dolphins 5-1. to one, Ravens plus 430. The Chiefs still there at plus 110, Harry. Uh, I know you hate the, every, the Chiefs and everything about them, but um, there are some better options, I think, for, for such a logjam at the top than plus 110, right? No, absolutely. I mean, especially considering, uh, you know, again, we went over it yesterday. Kansas City and their drop passes lead the NFL in, uh, in drops with, I think, mm. I believe 26. Uh, uh, Baltimore's Baltimore's worth a shot, too, I think, with Lamar. He just, again, last two years, he hasn't been able to uh, finish the season. He finished the season here. Baltimore wins the uh, North. They're going to be dangerous. Might be worth it to just go against the Chiefs and take two of these plus 430, plus 500, plus 550 and just see. See where it leaves you. Uh, Bri, if you had to take mm. two of those three, Ravens, Dolphins, Jags, to be number one seed. Jags. Yeah, mm. I think that's not bad. That's not bad. And then what? You, then you just have to root against the Chiefs? That's easy enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo at Philadelphia. Philadelphia took care of those Chiefs on Monday night. We went over it yesterday. Um, added up, you know, uh, Harry said a lot of drops for the Chiefs, but yeah. Philadelphia kept themselves in the game. You got to got to hand it to them. There's kind of no game that they'll be out of. The Cowboys outplayed them too. It didn't matter. They're in there in the end. And then there's Buffalo. Um, this is a bit of a rat line, and it's gone down to three. Harry, it was three and a half. Mm. So I know you're going to want to do your ten or your seven point teaser, but you got to adjust that now. Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo plus three. I think they. I think they win. I think they win on the road. I know we've been late waiting for this letdown game all year. Um, yeah, it can't like be, Parley kid, that the freaking Jets are the only team to beat the Eagles all year. It can't be, and it can't be that no, Buffalo. I, yeah, go ahead. I know. I was saying so. I I was. I've been talking about this game all day today. I don't know why to a lot of people, and yeah, I like Buffalo. I, I right Eagles are bound for a clunker. They just are. They I know. Just, we keep saying it. And sometimes they, you know, maybe they've had a few clunkers, but they come out with a W yeah, with it. You true, know? true. Uh, but I don't think I think this is, you know, every game is very important now to Buffalo, and I think they they pull this out twenty seven twenty four. Can we see? Can we see Josh Allen play mistake free football for this game, a prime time yeah. game? You got to think, Harry. You know, you're you're all over the prime times and which announced crew and everything. They played like crap on prime time, be it against the Giants or against the. Bucks, Tampa, uh, they won that. They yeah, won both of Broncos. those. Obviously, yep. the Broncos, uh, you know, the Jets opening night, really, really bad. So uh, I think they get it back this week. Obviously, not much of a feat beating the Jets, but maybe, maybe with the new offensive coordinator, maybe they got it a little rolling. They catch Philly by surprise on a short week. I'm taking them to pull off the upset. You're not as uh, brave. You're taking a seven-point teaser. Yeah, I'm gonna, I did like the 10 and a half, but I will still take Buffalo plus 10 on a seven-point teaser with the over at 41. Uh, you mentioned Buffalo coming off a much-needed blowout win against the Jets, get some confidence going uh, while they continue to fight for a playoff spot. Uh, possible letdown for Philly after beating KC on a short week. The Eagles are just 2-2 two and two against the spread at home, so pushing Buffalo to double digits seems solid. You know, maybe one turn, I mean, Allen had one turnover against the Jets, maybe Allow, allow allow one against the Eagles, but hopefully it would love I'd love to see him have none. Bill Stiller's second in the AFC in point differential. Uh, they're seventh in the NFL in points scored. Eagles are fifth in the league. And Philly scored 30 points per game, or it's averaging 30 points per game in the last four games. I got this one 
Uh, like I said, plus 10 over 41. I got, the, you know, Bills lose by seven and the game, you know, 20, 31, 24. Okay. All right. That'll get Didn't, you there. on your, on your picks for the week. You, you gave the Eagles. I, I thought you gave the bill. Did, did he do his pick? I think I took both. <laughs> oh my God. Harry. Oh, 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 we're already we're starting this. <laughs> oh, maybe I did. Did I? This is amazing. <laughs> See, I pick, I have to, I send my, cause I'm sucking so bad. I just want to send the pick. <laughs> I thought you took the bills, but then yeah, I know you were saying uh, the Eagles, by, Eagles right. by seven. We'll sort it all out <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, like, how do you coach for a team? Like, um, like, all right, everybody else we play, um, they get three or four downs to get 10 yards. The Eagles have two, two downs to get six yards and then they're going to get a first down. You know what I'm saying? So, in other words, you have to coach so that you get you're getting to a third and six situation. It's whereas well, everybody else you, is I, like third and you know third well, and three. Yeah, you what's got a the shot. magic number for them? I mean, if they have third and three, it's third an automatic three. first down, okay. right? Right. Or would you say third and four is automatic for them? There was I a mean, play Monday where they got sacked out of that third and one situation, right? Or sure. something stupid. They probably just get bored. Is is what? The, yeah. And what's then they going on. then they yeah. never they never did that again. After that, that they it. just went exactly. Full push. Yeah. Like, All right. No more screwing. So I, yeah. I don't know how you, I, I guess you got to force them into negative plays. And, but with Hertz running around out there, it's hard to make, how do you give up negative plays? He gets out of the pocket. He throws it away. So crazy. They very rarely have negative plays. It's, What's making them so difficult to play against? I uh, know, and then so and, difficult. And they do it all different ways without AJ Brown, primarily on Monday night. Oh, all right, oh, it's mm-hmm. right craziness. All right, let's take another break, and then we'll be back with some college matchups, big ones. These all count. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you. You should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and 1. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, that's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And 1, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. All right, Brian, the rankings came out. Did I read them right? What is it, Georgia? I didn't see them yet. Oh, you didn't see them yet? Harry, no. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Washington. Are those the four? That's it. Yep. Florida State dropped to five. Right. Oregon six. Oregon six. But if you go by the FanDuel rankings, and that's really what you should go by. I mean, that's really the, the odds maker should do all the rankings, right? Um, mm. you know, because Oregon is, what did I say, minus 180 to make the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah. That's still minus 180. Michigan's minus 260. Georgia's minus 360. And Ohio State minus 105. So that is basically, and those odds stink, Bri, right? Minus 105 yes. because, let's face it, as a 21-point favorite in the Big mm. Ten championship game, it essentially comes down to this game against Michigan yep. if you're going right. to go by yep. odds. So yeah. take the plus 125 or whatever versus the minus 
105. But anyway, let's go over the actually it's plus 134 Ohio State against Michigan. The spread is three and a half, 45 and a half. Harry, you've been to this game. It was two years ago, right? You were in the big yeah. house. Awesome. Great. And what an, what a, what an atmosphere. It was great. 111,000 that day. And this is the first time in five years, Michigan's been favored and they're without Harbaugh, which um, everything I read says affects the line by one point. So this would have been close to okay. four and a half, five, although I had seen it even higher about three or four weeks ago, but uh, maybe Michigan's minor letdown against Maryland the other day. Maybe that's weighing on the odds makers on Fandles. Mines, uh, it's weighing on mine as well. I'm taking the three and a half. I'm taking the money line. Uh, I recommend going adjusted lines. You know, this has been a double digit result in seven of the last eight years. The overs have hit like crazy. Parlay kids, 68 points, 69 points, 101, 83. I'm going to go 33, 24 Ohio State. Uh, I don't know. I just think McCord and Marvin Harrison Jr., big, big moments. In this game, I, I saw, you know, Tiger Valoa do it. I think these guys could do it too. Michigan, a little bit out of sorts without their coach. This is the game it'll show. You agree with me? I agree, Sal. I actually like Ohio State to win this game straight up Yep. Uh, here in, in Michigan. Look, this this is affecting Michigan no matter what with this Harbaugh scandal. Um, and has anybody noticed I, just uh, two months ago, I know it's a long time ago, but wasn't J.J. McCarthy the leading Heisman Trophy uh, candidate? Like he, he was at been, one point. He was at one point, at one yep. very brief point. He has not been uh, maybe average at best over these last few games. Mm-hmm. He has he 60 yards been, against Penn State there in 60. Well, they did. They threw the ball once in the second half second against them. Yep. What does that tell you about the confidence they mm-hmm. have in him? They don't really have a lot. Uh, and McCord... He just seems like he plugs along. He doesn't seem to be like the spectacular quarterbacks that Ohio State has produced. Right. But then at the end of each game, you go, huh, he had another good game. Had another good game. And I did play youth football with his dad. Right. So I am partial to the kid. I'm very partial to the kid. So, uh, <laughs> And I do think this is the game. It's, he's not going to win it. But I do think Marvin Harrison does get a little bit more Heisman attention. After a hundred plus two touchdown performance in this game against Michigan, I think he has a big one. He's the best player on the field on hmm. both sides of the ball for these teams. He's going to show up in a big way. Ohio State wins this game outright. Sal, let's go. Well, I'm going to go with you because you've been following this Kyle McCord kid since you found out he was the son of the guy you played. Yeah. I mean, for years now. Oh, no, it was like three weeks ago when you found out. But all right. Yeah. Either way, either yes. way, it's good. Uh, <laughs> hey, Bri, I know you're a big Blake Corum guy. Minus 250 anytime touchdown. You yeah, would I, like, I would take the two touchdowns again. It's two what, touchdowns. Uh, oh, yeah, that's your big one. That's your big yeah. one. So for yeah, that, yeah. you get plus Ooh. 220. Marvin yeah, Harrison I would take that, plus five fifty for two touchdowns. So yeah, I wouldn't mind fun. either. I would take probably both of them. One of those, I, I like one of those two together. Oh, I'm so excited. Nonstop football Thursday through Sunday. <laughs> it's it's going to be the greatest. It's going to be the greatest. <laughs> it's so crazy. Uh, Friday night. This is a Friday night game. Oregon State at Oregon. The Civil War. This one is typically close. The last three were decided by four, nine, and three. The Ducks blew a crazy one last year. They're up thirty-four mm. seventeen in the fourth. In uh, Corvallis, Bo Nix 
I think he's going to make sure they don't blow it again and that he's still right there in the Heisman talks by this time next week. Troy Franklin, I know a lot of talk about Harrison, but he's playing for that Balentnikov. Uh, not so fast there, Marvin Jr. DJU plays well, although I think against this vaulted Ducks D, turns it over late. I'm going to say 33-23. I think 13 and a half or 14 or too many. I would buy the half a point up to minus 120 if I could, and I can. 33-23. Uh, Bri, you're going to Oregon. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Oregon. Um, and I, normally I like Oregon State in this game, but this is a huge game for Oregon, right? Like they, yep. they have to continue to show that they're worthy of being in top four. I know it's, you know, if they win this, it probably just comes down to that Pac-12 championship. But they, again, they, I think next week for the rankings, they have to show that they're right there. They can't have really a close win yeah. here. And this yeah. is a big revenge game after losing in Corvallis last year. And, Crazy. Uh, you, you know, the whole, the home Washington loss though has to stink for Oregon State, right? And that may yeah. make it hard to get up for this game as much as they were going to. And, and I will say uh, the line is probably a little too big but I just do not trust DJ late in these games. I see Oregon pulling away and extending the lead. And, and if Oregon yeah. State can't, this is one of those games. If Oregon gets up on them early, I know last yeah. year they had a comeback, but if they get up on, on them early, Oregon State's not going to be able to run the ball. They're not going to come from behind in this one. So uh, I could definitely yeah. see something like that happening. And, you know, they extend the lead to maybe 21 or something like that late in this game. If you believe Bry and think Oregon should blow them out, to impress the committee, leave, you know, leave nothing to doubt there. Uh, 23 and a half minus 23 and a half is plus 250. That's not terrible uh, on yeah. the Oregon side. I think it's supposed to be about 45 degrees. Uh, not too bad there. I'm trying to think, was the loss, would that hurt Oregon or was that better for Oregon that Washington won? Because if Oregon state but, wins and then you get a big win against Oregon state, that's a yeah, nice, I think it's, I think nice it's bad. Uh, uh, yeah. One nice one. Yeah. Uh, it's a, I, I hear what you're saying. I think it's probably still better that Washington wins because mm-hmm. they have to, they have to win that game regardless and, and beating an undefeated Washington team in the pack. Gotcha. If they beat them yeah. handily, then that'll, uh, yeah. that'll make more sense. Sure. All right. Uh, Harry, Florida state at Florida, six and a half point favorite. Now 49 and a half is the over under. I feel like too many people are jumping on Florida just because uh, Travis went down um, I know they're five and six uh, looking to make a bowl. I don't know what kind of bowl they can make at six and six or like the late December kind of bowl. Um, FSU obviously looking to remain undefeated. Is this Rodemaker? Is that the quarterback's name? Tate? Tate yeah. Rodemaker? That's what it is. Uh, he's taking over. Meanwhile, you know, no Mertz for, for Florida. They're 50th mm-hmm. nationally in scoring offense. The Gators are under 30 points a game and 88th in scoring defense. Uh, the Knolls are just better. They're deeper. They could do it just with the running back. Trey Benson could take over late. Florida has a minus four turn- turnover rate against these ball hawk defense, these cornerbacks from Florida. I think that's a, a bad thing. It's going to do them in. 27-16. I'm going to go under, but I think Florida State covers this number. How are you going teaser again? Teaser again, six point. I'm going to take Florida State just to win the game, uh, minus a half, and uh, the game to go over 43 and a half. You mentioned Mertz is out and, uh, along with Travis uh, Sal. Uh, hmm. I think the team rallies around quarterback Tate Rodmaker, who does that. He's got five touchdowns this year, no picks when he's had uh, when he's been called on. You mentioned uh, running back Trey Benson uh, gets over six yards a carry for the Knowles. Wide receiver Keon Coleman has eleven touchdowns this season, and Florida's defense is terrible. They've given up 
30 plus points in five straight and six of the last seven gave up 45 to the Noles last year. Like more Mike Norval has his team ready, focused, score plenty here. Maybe Florida gets a few too here. So like I said, teaser Florida state minus. I have just to win and to go over 43 and a half. Brian, how bad is it? This game included that. I like like 20 favorites on the money line this week. Like just between Thursday, <laughs> I haven't even checked the UFC I, yet. That's going to be a pl- Please I, tell me they don't have a card. Do they not have a card? This they month? don't. They don't. No, okay, they good. Don't. All right, that there's helps some, a little bit. Yeah. I think there might be some boxing favorites though this week. I'm sure. Well, there's a, there's yeah, always minus three thousands in boxing. Um, <laughs> no, you if, you, if, if you really want to not watch, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's too many. Too many. And who's going to screw it up? Well, probably the Lions will bite me right right away on Thursday. All right, Harry's got the teaser FSU. And the over. Let's take another quick break, and then we'll be back with these guys' sharp tank picks. They're best for the weekend. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure shop the golden collection at ugg.com all right we're just going over everyone's uh, sharp tank from last week um we can't agree on anything we can't we make picks every week we can't agree on, on the overall standings or whatever but harry says um he got screwed on sharp tank so that that much. What happened, Harry? You had Illinois. I had UNLV money line, yeah. which wins. Right. And I had Illinois money line, but the line was plus three. They lose by two, give up a touchdown with four minutes ago. So I don't, I get greedy. I don't take the points mm-hmm. and it cost me. That was it. All right. So you start off with us because I didn't, uh, okay. actually, I went with that, right? Because I, yeah. it didn't make you sense did. when you explained it. And it didn't make sense just now when you explained it. So anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Give us, uh, give us something else. Sir. All, right. Yeah. All right. Well, how about this on Saturday? I'm going to go college football. I'm going to take Rutgers Rutgers plus one and a half versus Maryland. Now both teams are six and five and bowl eligible. So doesn't really mean too much for Maryland here. The Scarlet Knights are five and one straight up at home this season. Their only loss was to Ohio state and they were actually winning at halftime. The Terps gave everything they had, Sal, in trying to take down the Wolverines last week. They'll have a a letdown situation here game uh, in the game. They don't care about and have nothing left in the tank. Rutgers wins going away in this one, 34-20. Oh, man. I kind of like this. I don't need another game to like, Bri. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> Bri, you lost with the Jets. Um, I don't know why yeah. anyone should listen to you anymore. But yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. No, no, you were red hot. I mean, that was your I second was, loss I was, in 10 I was weeks red or something. Hot. I was red yeah. hot at yeah, 11. I was red hot. I tried to get cute. Uh, not You know, I lose with the Jets. I think I lost my mojo. And, like, it's very possible after something like that, that bad of a pick, you might start going on a losing streak, potentially. <laughs> potentially. But I like uh, Minnesota, the Golden Gophers, plus two and a half against Wisconsin this week. Uh, I like, you know, to retain the Paul, Paul Bunyan's axe. That's what they're playing right. for here. Uh, but Wisconsin, look, Wisconsin has stunk all year. They they really struggled this this season under my Fickle. worst not, college pick, my worst preseason college pick, Wisconsin. Yeah, look, I would have thought by under far, Fick- not by far, but still, <laughs> you would have thought like with Fickle as the coach, right? They would have improved yeah. the offense a little bit. The offense. offense was the offense was just as bad, if not oh, worse. Yeah. 
This year, you know, they still have a hard time throwing the ball. They lost four of their last six games. And in in that span, in the last six games, they averaged 15 points per game. Now, Minnesota, too, they've gotten blown out recently. They've struggled against some of the better, better teams. But they've had Wisconsin's number. They beat them mm-hmm. the last two times. I trust P.J. Fleck here in this spot as a home underdog getting two and a half. But the reason I really like this, and Harry talks about this a lot of times with his picks, Wisconsin's six and five. Minnesota's five and six, right? Minnesota's playing here mm-hmm. in this game for bowl eligibility here, right? So there's that much more at stake for them in this game. So I just like them a lot here as a home underdog. And they've beaten Wisconsin when Wisconsin's been significantly better here. And I think right now they're probably about even. I don't, I don't think they should be an underdog here at home. I'd like to see how many coaches have bowl clauses in their contracts. Like you get yeah. an extra $70,000 if I, you make a bowl. I would, sure. I would yeah. think for the big schools, I would think for the yeah. big schools, they all must have to have something. Sure. Right. Yeah. Something in there. All right, Parley kid. Hit us back. You had that magnificent looking five team money line parlay last week. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. Oh, it's only going to be one team that takes you out. Take your pick. And it was the Commanders. They screwed me Commanders. too. Yep, really yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, figures. And I'm still debating here, Sal. Mm-hmm. I. And here's the thing with with this sharp tank pick is, um, I can I actually come back with the? I really like the Jets <laughs> on Friday <laughs> plus nine and a half. I Sal. I just again, Miami traveling here to. Choice? Well, look, the, the Miami's traveling here to some <laughs> crummy weather. That I think the team is going to be relieved of the fact that Wilson is not starting, and they're going to rally around Boyle. They're going to run the ball well. They're going to. I just really feel like this is going to be one of these games for the Dolphins that they're going to struggle in. The, the Jets' defense is legit. Nine and a half could be a lot on a short oh, week man. on a Friday mm. afternoon. Like uh, this could be this this could be or Sal the other one <laughs> right. Fanduel Fanduel has a Thanksgiving special. They have a few. They're good right? ones. Yeah, it's under there, right? They have Thanksgiving specials. Uh, so now it would be four out of the five of these guys have to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey, Lamb, Ayuk, Kittle, Laporta. Four of those five at plus nine fifty. Mm. So, I don't know. Seems like I don't a nice know what number. To do. You know, I don't feel like anybody wins these. But Tate Frazier came on Ringer Wise guys and and uh, and and hit one of these, and it was uh, miraculous. We did. We held them well, up in a the chair. Well, that's the thing. And, I could. I yeah. could. I could look. I could be the guy. Take the Jets and then lose that. And you go, what were you thinking? Or I could just right. take that one and lose. And you go, oh well. Well, what, you know, you decide. It was, they're you know, different. Right. One's nine points. One's <sighs> nine to one. Nine and a half to one. Nine and a half points. I. uh the only thing I'll say about the Jets and this boil is you know what you're getting in an offense. It's going to be checked down. And he's terrible. It's, it's always the same but thing this, with these guys, these guys coming in, but right? But there's something soft. Yeah. When these these warm weather teams like the Dolphins have yeah. to come up here, the weather's not going to be great right. uh, on Friday. I, I actually, right. I, I, I don't really know. shouldn't. Give me, can you give me, look, give me three seconds to check the, to confirm the weather report. Okay. All right. This could be a huge factor. This is huge. huge. factor. All right. And check Friday, it for all the guys, McCaffrey, Lamb, yeah, check all those weather 40s, reports. Upper yeah. 40s, a little wind. Um, Just you know go what? with the parlay. Screw Just go you with guys. The 
Yeah. I'm taking the Jets. Plus <laughs> yeah. Screw, yeah. Screw you. Screw <laughs> you. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Although I kind of I kind of like the parlay. I kind of like I kind of like that. Go. I'm going to have action on that parlay too. Like that I, you know, I'm going to have yeah. action on it. I, I feel like Thanksgiving it, specials. Look it up on FanDuel. There's a lot of them. It's fun. I feel like it's, fun it's, stuff. it's it's the third week in July. The, you, the, the options you're giving me, the Jets, the Golden Gophers, and <laughs> Rutgers. <laughs> crazy. This is I what know, I have I here. Well, we call, oh, we call, listen, we I'm parlaying that three-teamer. I like it. <laughs> Let's go, like Harry. It. Let's Darren, do you it. talked me in. You, you made go. sense there, Darren, about the Jets. I don't know. Look, they still have something about points. that they this, this, this week. 10 or 14 points. All right. Harry, uh, Brees Hall, Harry, didn't you? 140 yards this week. The Dolphins hate physical teams. They right. hate it. And the yeah. Jets' defense will be physical. Dolphins are different on the road. Jets is more physical Go. comedy than phys- just, I know what you're saying, but <laughs> right, Harry, I'm going with you. I'm going with you and Rutgers. Let's do it. As I, mean, I did go with you. I shouldn't go with you two weeks in a row. I am going with you. I have to go with you. Go ahead, Brian. I mean, we'll the, the good, the good news is Harry took Miami as his pick this week. So <laughs> my, he, he did. Oh, he, he, oh, he can't remember. That, oh, but taking yeah. <laughs> who else took the Jets? Did, uh, Brian, well, who'd you take? I took Miami. Brian, where did you see everyone's picks? Everyone, everyone, took everyone, the Jets? everyone put their picks in? No, no Harry, oh. Harry sent it I by sent a, it text. a text. On the text. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the Jets over under probably is 14 and a half. You think, is, could that be a better way to go? Or you just think it's going to be like 20 to 10? Or No, that wouldn't even do it for you. I don't know. No, I, I, they 20, go over there. 21 13. That's, yeah, that's, that's how it happens. Guys, all right, that's that's I, doable. All right. You can hammer me at the end of this, but check out those Thanksgiving specials, people on family. They are good. They're awesome. They are good ones. Yeah. Uh listen. Yep. I'm gonna be sit with these family members that you don't like. You gotta you gotta have distractions, right? Um, even if you lose a couple well, of bucks. You're gonna be sitting with them, not yeah, me. No, I am. Yeah. I am. That's right. <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm going with Harry. Oh, you get to watch you get to watch football with Ken again. Rutgers so. plus one. Hey, we'll watch. <laughs> Rutgers plus one and a half. And uh that's that. I will say, Parley Kid, how many years ago was it? You met Harry on the Thanksgiving weekend, right? Now I went to college with Harry and you used to talk to him yeah. on the phone about things. You talk gambling. It was yeah. all gambling and sports and everything. I'm like, you gotta yeah. meet this guy, Harry. You gotta meet him. And, then, <laughs> yeah. and it was my yeah. sophomore year. You were a junior, yeah. right? At Dayton. It was my yeah, sophomore so Thanksgiving was, year. This, uh, 1990, 1990, I brought Harry home, right? Yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah. November, 1990. You brought him home. Yep. You invited me over. Right. You had Harry locked in a room. And now Harry <laughs> and had, a, said, Harry looked different than he did now. I'm not saying talking about weight. There was something even Harry was, more different. No, his weight. He was rather thin at that time too. No. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, wispy hair. Up on Sal's mom's sausage rolls. That was it. Wispy. That was the problem. So, so And Sal. You kept them in a room. Yes. Right. And you bring me into the I house. was reading the instructions. I was supposed to keep them in a room overnight, room temperature. And you were like, yeah. you were like, okay, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you ready? Is it possible you had never seen them before? Like a picture? There was a picture. There was a one picture. Because back then we and didn't was, have, I like, hey, I'm going to But here's the thing. The one picture, yeah. you would remember this picture. He's got a shirt off and he's ultra thin. Yeah, right. In the picture. Mm-hmm. With like the wispy hair and uh, like. Uh, well, let's talk about uh, this hair. Was this the, 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 this was the toupee or no? No, that this was early. This one, Harry still had oh, some right. hair on his head. Oh, this is yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, before he yeah, made the big. Yeah, this is 90s, 20s. Uh, 
Yeah. He's 19 years old at this time. And Harry, what were you right? thinking at the time? You hadn't really been out of, um, you know, you probably hadn't been within out of 60 miles of uh, a swinger, uh, right? Yeah, pretty much. No. Okay. Really. And so, I don't think I had gone to, I'd gone to Florida <laughs> a couple of times, but all right. well, that never would really count. traveled. That's uh, actually, that counts know. actually. Yeah, that, that's outside. Yeah. All right. You, so, yes, but you, you unveiled him to me. You were like, okay. Are you ready? Right. I'm gonna let him out of the room. I'm gonna let him out of the room now. And what, <laughs> what happened? That's what was like it, was. The, it was like the gimp. It was like uh, on Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, was it everything, it was everything like that. you wish for? It was Probably everything kid. we could have hoped for. There you go. It was everything. <laughs> and then you know, then a couple years later, what? Two years later, we're on our way to Vegas, and that's when Harry, you know, when Harry really became hooked on everything. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we mean everything. No, but three that, years later, D. But that weekend, that weekend, and I'm stretching here because we want to get to a 40 minute podcast. I think it's in our contract. But no, uh, that weekend, we had a nice weekend. I th- did we see the Knicks play that Friday? Yeah. Detroit. Yeah. We went yes. to the garden. That was yep. a Friday. Thursday, yep. I think we played football. I think we had like a turkey bowl thing, right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We were always doing it then. Eddie yes. Tam. And then uh, that's, that's uh, right. That's uh, how you know those guys, right? right. We play with Cornell. all those right. softball guys, right? And then Saturday, Eddie Tam, uh, very bright. Sunday. And then, uh, yeah, wow. Oh, those Amazing. Are the days. See, Brian, you oh, were too young to even um, appreciate any of this, right? Uh, yeah. You're like, I think my, was, uh, you're like my dad has a weird friend, Sal, who has a weird friend, <laughs> Harry. That's all it really was, too, right? that was. That was probably like a year before, though. Year or two before, then I started getting really involved with you guys. Because then, I, then I started doing the fa- in terms of like fantasy football and all oh, that right, stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when Brother John used to hang out there. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's true. It be, oh, Brian, yeah. you were probably like true. ten, right? Brian was like ten. Ten well, it was ten. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At the at the most, yeah. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, wow. Ten all years right, old. Harry. Yeah. Well, you didn't disappoint. Um, hopefully you won't disappoint with this Rutgers pick. We are going to be back at it it. next week. We're going to have graphics for you. We're going to have picks all weekend long. Go listen to this podcast. Go watch Cousin Sal's winning weekend on Friday. Brother Bry's there to break down all the week 12 games. Nice. And uh, college game. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Danny White, my first favorite player of all time uh, from the Cowboys is on. Billy Walters will be on. Lots of stuff going on. And that's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs in the D3. I'm Sal saying so long, happy handicapping, and happy Thanksgiving. You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit C- 
ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York. 